If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by patrons like Bustler. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar and get exclusive rewards at patreon.com slash run, jump, stomp. Episode 143 of Switchcraft is also brought to you by me. If you are looking for a sweet shirt featuring the art from my podcast or the emotes from my Twitch channel, uh, then get that shirt and more over at runjumpstomp.threadless.com. Switchcraft is recorded live three times a week at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern on Tuesday, Thursday, and on Saturday at whatever time the universe allows. Make sure that you tune in at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp, and you will probably be greeted by these awesome people. We've got Vaxer, Captain Logan, A.R. Slea, Kid Curdy, Link31254, Lord Beasley, Marquito, Nintendork2012, uh, Pudding, TV, T.F. Wagner, and of course, The Lurkers. Um, I also received an email, uh, BJ sent me a quick email to let me know that there was a Crash Bandicoot on a Nintendo platform previously, uh, last episode I think I talked a little bit about how Crash Bandicoot was, was possibly, uh, coming to the Switch and I was really surprised by that, but I guess there was actually a GameCube version of Crash Bandicoot. It was actually multi-platform, I think it was also on, um... Well, yeah, the, the, it was released on the PS2, uh, Xbox, and the GameCube, and it was uh, Crash Bandicoot and the Wrath of the Cortex. Um, that really surprised me. I had no idea. I guess that uh, the Crash Bandicoot games being exclusive to PlayStation was just when, uh, during the mascot wars of the 90s. Uh, so if you want to email me like BJ did, you can do so with uh, an email address, runjumpstomp at gmail.com. You can also tweet at me at runjumpstomp, just like uh, K. Ryan Bradshaw did. Uh, they said, at runjumpstomp, uh, regarding the Switch dock, I've had my Switch since launch and have never taken the dock out of the box. A lot of others on Reddit have not either. Uh, I a non-dock Nintendo Switch is a good idea to lower the price point and hopefully increase sales for Nintendo of America. Well, I think the Switch is selling as fast as it as they can get them on shelves for the most part. I don't think that Nintendo has to worry about selling more. I think they have to worry about meeting demand more. Uh, but I do agree that a Switch uh, SKU that doesn't have a, a dock is a, is a good idea. Um... If you want to call and leave a voicemail, you can call at 260-RUN-JUMP. That's 260-786-5867. And uh, you can also join our Discord and have a conversation with uh, all of these people, including myself, at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. Since the launch of My Nintendo in 2016, Nintendo fans have benefited from a range of rewards including in-app items, exclusive discounts, and more. An update to the service is coming soon and is set to reward Nintendo Switch players in a new way. 
starting in early March, you'll be able to spend any gold points you've accumulated in My Nintendo when purchasing Nintendo Switch software from the Nintendo eShop on your device or even via the website. You can pay for the remaining balance with Nintendo eShop funds or any other payment method available in the Nintendo eShop. Once earned, gold points will remain valid until the last day of the month in the following calendar year. Uh, for example, any gold points you earned in March 2017 will remain valid until the end of March 2018. All right, so what does this mean? Well, it means that those points that have been sitting, I mean, I know that Nintendo has said that we've benefited from a range of rewards, but they've been pretty terrible rewards. Um, this is huge. Being able to take those gold coins that they give you for buying games. You know, let's be honest, you're getting these, go these, these coins for buying games and most companies could just say, ah, whatever, they don't do anything. All right. But you get these coins for buying games and then Nintendo tried to like come up with a, a thing for you to spend them on. But most of it was just kind of junk that nobody wanted, uh, like a digital calendar or something. Uh, so most peoples have just been overflowing uh, pretty much. And it looks like we're finally going to be able to use these coins for something. Now, here's a thing that you need to keep in mind. You get these gold coins from your purchases of games. Now, if you buy your games in a physical copy, you put the cartridge in, you actually have to go into the main menu and claim your your coins. I, I might make a quick video uh, and put it on YouTube to show people how to get their coins. I can't remember how it is off the top of my head. It's real easy. Hit the plus button when you're when you're at a game that has a cartridge, and I'm sure that you can figure it out. Um, but you have to claim your coins. Now, if you have if you have not done that yet, then good for you. Because what you can do is wait until this program actually goes active and then start claiming those coins. The the issue is, I think a lot of those gold coins have been expiring sooner than a year. Like they say here that that the gold coins are going to last for a year. But I think that up until now, they've been expiring sooner than that. And there hasn't been anything for people to use them on, so they've just been disappearing. Uh, so if you haven't already claimed your gold coins uh, on your physical purchases, which you have to do manually, don't do it yet. Just wait until the program starts. That way, they don't go anywhere. Um, there's really there's a couple of different people who've been arguing back and forth about how much each gold coin is worth, and it, it it doesn't actually say it anywhere that I can find. If you have found exactly how much each gold coin is worth, um, please let me know. But I I don't know yet. Um, TF Wagner says take those gold coins and put towards buying one two switch. I'm not sure if you're being sarcastic or not. <laughs> um. I think it's EU and Asia only, though. Is it possible? It was from Nintendo UK. Well, yeah, that is Nintendo UK. Uh, I'm sure that this is going to be the same thing at Nintendo uh, North America as well. Uh, I think that Nintendo UK just posted it first. Uh, they tend to do these things the same way in all, in all regions, uh, in my experience. I could be wrong about that, but we'll see. King Kong, he's big. 
He's ugly, and he's no good at Nintendo. But you are. If you're a monster at Nintendo, you can join us at the Nintendo Power Fest at Universal Studios. You can compete for incredible prizes, play future games that no one else has played, and meet the Nintendo characters. It's the Nintendo Power Fest, only at Universal Studios Hollywood. Let's show Kong who's really king. In a tweet from Takahashi Mochizuki, uh, he is the Wall Street Journal's tech reporter uh, based out of Tokyo. He had said that the DNA CEO has uh, stated that Mario Kart Tour, which is a game that is coming, it's going to be made by DNA, published by Nintendo, um, and it's a game for your smartphone, is uh, coming out in fiscal year 18 and will be, quote-unquote, free to start. Now, if uh, if any of you are confused, what does that mean? Well, uh, back before Iwata passed away, he said that he didn't like the free-to-play moniker. He always felt like it was disingenuous because it... I mean, I know that everybody knows what free-to-play means, but he felt like labeling something as free-to-play was like saying you can play this game forever for free. And yes, you can play some of these free-to-play games forever for free, but it's not really fun. Like, you, you kind of have to dump some money into them in order to get anything out of the game, usually. I'm sure that there's exceptions to the rule. Um, so Iwata said that he didn't like that free-to-play monitor, and so Nintendo adopted the, the moniker of uh, free-to-start. So you can play the game for free at the beginning, but later on, you're going to have to pay some money. Now, what does that mean for what monetization model are we going to be looking at for Mario Kart Tour? I don't know, you know, because if you look at Mario, Super Mario Run, which is uh, the platformer on iOS and Android, that game is free at first and then you pay $10 and it unlocks the rest of the game. Technically, that's free to start. If you look at Fire Emblem Heroes, also on iOS and Android, that is a game where you don't ever have to pay any money if you don't want, but you're going to be grinding forever in order to get the materials that you need in order to get the um, the characters that you want. It's a gotcha game. Uh, think of those uh, little... Uh, clear plastic bubbles that have a toy in them that you put a quarter into at the grocery store and turn it and then it pops out and you might get what you want and you might not get what you want. That's also a game which would be considered by Nintendo free to start. You know, we look at Animal Crossing um, Pocket Camp. All right. When you're playing that game, you start out the game for free. The, the way that that game is monetized is things take time to build. And if you want to make those build times faster, then you pay money to get the little green dollars and you pay those dollars in order to speed up the, the process of building your new swimming pool uh, in your town or whatever it is. I'm not sure. Uh, so that's, again, another thing that would be considered free-to-play. So there's a lot of people out there that are saying that this means that, that Mario Kart Tour is going to be this kind of game or monetized in this fashion. And I would say we don't really know. We don't know what, what free-to-start means because all three of the uh, current mobile games from Nintendo, they all have different monetization models, and they are all free-to-start. So 
Uh, we'll, only time will tell. He's back. He's here. He's Mario. No, he's the new and improved Mario in Super Mario All-Star. So much Mario is a Mario smorgasbord. It's all the way down Mario Brothers adventures he ever played in then some. But this is juiced up 16-bit only on the Super Nintendo Entertainment System Mario. So it's bigger Mario, better Mario, in your face Mario. It's Raccoon Mario. Mario throwing fireballs. Mario hurling turnips. Mario negotiating an arms deal. Okay, maybe not. It's Mario like you've never seen him. What's 2 plus 2 Mario? What's the capital of Ohio Mario? You're gonna live, breathe, eat, sleep Mario in Super Mario All-Stars. Four complete Mario games, including the never-seen lost levels. You can't get more Mario than this. So as of now, Nintendo has three times as many games on the Switch as the Wii U did at this point, and the games are much better. Now, this comes from an article from Kotaku, and I'm not going to go through everything. It's a really good article. You should definitely read it. They've got graphs. As a science guy, I love graphs. Uh, so what they do is, is they compare... Uh, the days since console launch to the total games. And uh, it it shows that, and this is actually really interesting. Um, if you're watching the show, make sure you click on the link in the show notes so that you can see what it is that I'm looking at. Um, but we've got this graph and man, there were a lot of games at the launch of the Wii U and then nothing forever. Uh, and like, there were very few games at the launch of the Switch, and then it just kept ramping up and up and up. And I guess this just goes to show how it doesn't matter how many games that a system has at launch, as long as there's something there to help sell the system. What doesn't make it easier for the game, or I'm sorry, for the system to sell if there's a bunch of games at launch? Definitely. It definitely does. But clearly, the Nintendo Switch, which launched with very few games, and some would argue only one good one. Uh, I, I wouldn't argue that, because I think that there were some other good ones as well. Um, would would that... Um, gosh, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the Switch launched with one good game, some people would say, uh, and very few others. And it has over 300 games on the Switch at this point, which is just crazy. I mean, by day 279, the Switch had 191 games available. Uh, the Wii U did not ma match that number of games until its 857th day. And when you compare uh, the PS4 versus Xbox One versus Switch releases, um, the Switch is outpacing both the PS4 and Xbox One. And I, I have to add in that I appreciate that Kotaku used the correct color scheme for the Switch versus PS4 versus Xbox One. Vaxer in chat says, over 300 games, I have two. Yeah, I, ha I, have, uh, I have a lot of games. I think I've, I bought less than half of the games that I have because I've gotten so many of them as like review copies. But um, there's a lot of games on the Switch and... Like when I open up my Switch and go to the, the the all games page, like there's a lot of games on there. And I haven't even bought most of the games that there are. Like there are so many games on the Switch and there's there's like between 10 and 20 that come out every week, it feels like. It's pretty crazy. Now, the the headline also said, are the games any good? Well, they charted the number of games that were considered 80% plus by Metacritic, uh, which I don't put a lot of stock into Metacritic scores. 
I just say that if it's got a high score, it's probably a pretty good game. If it's got a low score, it's probably a pretty bad game. But a 79 is not necessarily worse than an 82, if that makes any sense. Uh, But they said a number of games that were 80% plus on the Switch versus Wii U versus Wii and the switch uh graph is just way up there it is flying through there uh so make sure that you check out the article it's a really good article good read and uh i I appreciate that kotaku took the the time to do a little bit of research there uh putting in chat says uh, n64 josh has all the physical copies released i know that's crazy i could never do that and besides where would i put it all Speaking of games on the Switch, there is a pretty good sale going on right now, and I'm not going to go through everything. If you want to see the full list, just click on the link in the show notes. Um, I'm going to uh, highlight the ones that uh, are are games that I think are pretty good and that you should check out. Um, I'm not going to talk about the prices or stuff. Um, uh, Golf Stories 20% off. That's fantastic. Inverses Deluxe is 15% off. Also fantastic. Um, Jackbox Party Party Pack 4 is 20% off. If you don't have any Jackbox game, you absolutely need to buy one. They are really good games. Uh, Let's see. What other really... Okay, Rocket League is 25% off. If you don't have Rocket League yet, you absolutely have to stop what you're doing right now and buy Rocket League. Uh, buy it for the Switch. Buy it for whatever platform that you want to play it on. But that game is awesome, and you have to play it. It's so good. Um, let's see. What else is on sale? I, the rest is Wii U and 3DS stuff. I mean, there's there's other stuff that's for sale. But those are the ones that I would say that, that are games that you definitely need to pick up. Uh, Kid Curdy wants to know, what is the best Jackbox? You know, it's really tough to say because they're, you know, they all have the, all these different games on them. And I would say if you can afford it to get all of them because they're really, really fun, I, w- I would say, I would say get all of them if you can. But if you can only get one of them to get Party Pack 4 because it's on sale, you're going to have fun with all, any one of them that you pick up. And also, it's not on sale right now. Uh, but there's another game that you should pick up if you if you can afford it is Use Your Words. Uh, and it's another party game. Uh, really fun game. And the, the way that those games work is you um, you connect your Switch to the internet and it gives you like a room code. And then everybody can join your room with their phone or tablet or computer and you all play a game together. So you don't need extra controllers or anything. It's definitely great. Uh, Pudding says uh, Stardew Valley. Yes, Stardew Valley is a really good game, but it's not on sale. So I was just I was just mentioning the ones that are on sale. And of course, use your words. Project Reality will bring to home video players the same types of astounding visual effects seen in movies like Terminator 2 and Jurassic Park. When this technology is made interactive, players won't just watch their TV screens. They'll dive headfirst right through them. 
Since the last time I recorded, I have finished my full review of Dandara. Make sure that you check that out. I'll have a link in the show notes. I also have been working on my review for Zeo Drifter, which is coming out on the Nintendo Switch on the 15th of February. Uh, my review will come out the same day, but if you want to check out a preview of the footage on my YouTube channel, just make sure you click on the link on the show notes or head on over to youtube.com slash runjumpstomp and you'll see the Zeo Drifter uh, video there. It's just a 10 minute preview of me going through like the first level uh, and fighting the first boss. It's pretty fun. I'm, I'm having fun with that game and I'm looking forward to doing the full review. The challenge is ice hockey. The power is Nintendo. It's as slick as ice, as fast as fury. Throw in your shoulder, dig in your blade, blast it in, or be blown away. Ice hockey, now you're playing with power. All right, now it's time for the lightning round. We've got a couple of stories that I'm going to be going through real fast. Number one, Harvest Moon is coming to the Switch in May. Um, There was a features video for Bayonetta 1 and 2. Uh, There's a link in the show notes for you to check out. Uh, Things that I took away from watching that video is that they've included touch controls, Uh, which that really surprised me. Uh, Amiibo support did not surprise me. I expected that, especially since there's a Bayonetta Amiibo. Uh, But you can also like get costumes and stuff from using like a Star Fox Amiibo will give Bayonetta like Star Fox ears or something. I'm not sure why you would really care about that, but you know what? They got to give you something to do with these Amiibo. And then uh, it also showed off that you can do multiplayer. Now they specifically showed two players on two different switches. So I don't think you can do local multiplayer. Uh, Probably wouldn't have the frame rate for something like that. Like it would really tank the frame rate. Another thing that they didn't explain is whether this multiplayer was over the internet or or locally only. And my guess is probably only local, Uh, but we'll see. Time will tell. Uh, Finally, I know a lot of people probably expected me to lead with this story and I'm, I'm burying it here in the lightning round. And that's because it's, it's just a rumor. Uh, but there is rumors that, uh, Metroid and Ridge racer, uh, are going to be worked on by Bandai Namco. This comes from a LinkedIn listing that is, uh, saying that Bandai is working on, Oh, what the heck is it? Okay, here we go. An unannounced IP first-person shooter adventure exclusive to the Nintendo Switch. All right. Well, first off, that was... (laughs) They're advertising for a lead designer. I guarantee Metroid Prime 4 already has their lead designer and Nintendo is hard at work on it or whoever Nintendo assigned to it is hard at work on it. So I don't think that, um, I don't think that's, that's what it is, but you know, I could be wrong. Oh, actually I think I, you know what? I, there's a good chance that I am wrong because this says May, 2016 is when this was posted. So maybe, maybe it was, who knows? Uh, Ridge racer eight drift based hide speed, car racing exclusive to the Nintendo Switch and a bunch of other stuff. You know, I I really I don't like talking about rumors too much, especially rumors based on this stuff because it's not like somebody is oh, how do I want to say it? It's not that anybody is leaking this information. It's just it's just out there and people are reading it and just hoping. They're hoping that this is what they get. And who knows? Maybe we will. But maybe we won't. One thing I will say is that Metroid had already been announced and this says unannounced. So we'll find out. What will the future bring from Nintendo? 
More hits like Super Mario Brothers. Arcade hits like Kung Fu. Nintendo has the most video game hits. Hogan's Alley, Duck Hunt, and more like Baseball and Excite Bike. And you can play them only on the Nintendo Entertainment System. Now you're playing with power. Well, that is all the time that we have for today. If there's a story that I missed or a topic that you would like to discuss, please let me know at one of the ways I mentioned at the top of the show. Uh, if you're looking for ways to support the show, head on over to runjumpstomp.com support. There you'll find all kinds of links. And don't forget to stop by runjumpstomp.com. Uh, no, let me say that again. Don't forget to stop by runjumpstomp.threadless.com and pick up your nerdy t-shirt uh, and other things too. They got a lot of different stuff like towels and I don't know. I just I just hit the add all button. So uh, somebody asked me to, to make some shirts and I said, all right, might as well. Special thanks to Noteblock and Tom Winter for the use of your music. I'm out of here. I will see you guys on Saturday. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Switchcraft is brought to you by Audible. Audible is the publisher and distributor of the world's largest selection of digital audiobooks and spoken word content. Audible customers can listen anytime and anywhere to professionally narrated audiobooks across a wide range of genres, including bestsellers, new releases, sci-fi, romances, classics, and more. Get two free audiobooks to start. After 30 days, if you decide to cancel, you get to keep the books. If you decide to stay on, and you probably will, get one book every month for $14.95. In addition, you also get 30% off the price of additional audiobook purchases. Cancel anytime. Your books are yours to keep even if you cancel. You can sign up today for your free 30-day trial at runjumpstomp.com audible and directly support the show. 